0: Welcome to Heart Space, a show that will give you tools to awaken your intuition and the courage to listen to your heart so that you can create your best life. I'm your host Sarah Lewis, an intuitive life coach and my mission is to show you that you already have everything you need and it's all in your heart space. Hello everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. It really means everything to me that you are tuning into the podcast and listening to this and sharing it with everyone that you know that you think would love it. And also all the notes that I get, the reviews that I get really touch my heart so much. So thank you. And today I am bringing you a special guest. So we have this beautiful conversation that I'm going to share with you today. And I know it's been a while since I have had any guests on here, but there will be some more guests coming and some solo episodes as well, because I know that you love both. And I do know that, conversations with guests are always a little bit longer, but I trust that if it's a topic that is close to your heart and that you are interested in, you will listen and you will find the nuggets of wisdom in those conversations that you need to hear. So, You're always exactly where you're meant to be today, right now, in this moment, you're listening to this podcast and it's not a coincidence. I truly believe that. So thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. I am really touched and honored. And before we dive into the conversation today, I just want to let you know that today, so the day this show is coming out, August 26th. I am hosting a free training in my Facebook community, the HeartSpace Soul Community, and it's all about intuitive manifesting. So I'm sharing with you my five-step process to manifest your desires using your intuition. So with flow and grace and with without any really effort or anything like that. But really tuning into your heart and your intuition and allowing that to guide you. So if you're interested, you can tune in today or watch the replay. If you missed the day that the live will happen, it's fine. You can watch the replay. So that's just a little announcement. And so the guest that I am bringing you today on the show is Brittany West. And Brittany is an American author blogger, life coach, and energy worker dedicated to helping women everywhere love themselves more so that they can live their best lives. Her work has been featured on YFS Magazine, Huffington Post, and the Life Coach Radio Network. She blogs about living your best life at lifeasbrittany.com. And from 2015 to 2018, she lived and traveled all over the world, fitting everything she owned into a single suitcase. She now lives in Split, Croatia with her fiancé, where she loves walking by the seaside and petting all the stray cats. And she's getting married very soon. And I have been following her for quite a long time, on Facebook mostly and I have been really inspired by the work that she does and by her life obviously I loved following her along on her travels and now seeing the life that she created for herself and her beautiful energy so without further ado let's bring her on the show Hi, Brittany. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me on the show today. I have been following you for quite a while now, and I have been really inspired by everything that you do and the work that you put out in the world. So I'm really excited for this conversation and to share what you do with the audience.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And I'd love to start by asking a fun question which is what was your morning ritual like this morning, if you have any?
1: Mm, well, that's actually um, great that you asked that because one of the books I created is based on having a morning ritual. Mm. So I fill out every morning what's called a daily inspired action map. And what it is, is I write out my big why, mm. I write out my three gratitudes, then I like to set a timer. For three minutes and just kind of quiet my mind and usually like I'll get some kind of guidance or I'll have an idea or it really anything goes during that time and then I just kind of write down what came up I like to write down my monthly goals every single day just to kind of keep them front Mm -hmm. in my mind then I write down my three daily intentions in my little self-care plan and at the end of the day I write down my daily
0: wins so it's kind of like all lined out for me Wow. I really love that. And I love that you have this system that you use and that you also have it out there for others to use. And it's so beautiful because you start your your day that way and you kind of end your day that way as well. So it's like, it's like your whole day is there's the little rituals here and there. And I love that. Yes.
1: It's really changed my life, even though I haven't had it out as a book form. For very long. I've been using it as my own little worksheet for a couple mm. of years now. And yeah, like ever since I started having something that I can look forward to each morning, it really changed how I operated my business.
0: Mm. Yeah. I can't imagine. It's so important to have those kind of really strong foundations for yourself and f- like for your life. And then if it can really help in all areas of your life like your business like you just said so that's really amazing and because I'm so fascinated by people's stories and I know a little bit about yours not everything but I'd love for you to share a little bit about you who you are and what you do and your story I mean, I know awesome. it's a vague question, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love this question. So I'm actually a Mississippi girl. I come, I'm a small town girl and I was you know, raised in a family where no one really traveled or mm-hmm. wanted to travel. <laughs> um, but for some reason, my whole life, I've just had this travel bug. Like I've just always wanted to explore the world and see things. And I was a big reader. Um, but I didn't really get a chance to travel for the first time until I was in college. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that experience transformed me. Like I used to be a really shy person. I wouldn't talk to you unless you talked to me. I didn't have a lot of confidence. And I also struggled a lot with self-worth, not really Mm -hmm. feeling like I was a good person and, and stuff like that. And when I traveled, it, it was almost like I became a different person and I mm. actually felt confident. And I don't know if it's because those people would never see me again <laughs> or if it was just the change of environment, but it really transformed me. And that is, I think what made me really want to travel. And so unfortunately after that first trip, I wasn't able to get back out and travel again until 2015 and 2015 is when I decided to actually start my own business Mm. And that is pretty much what enabled me to travel again, because I wanted to find a way that I could basically use my skills because I was actually a coach in the corporate world as well. Mm. Um, But I wanted to, I was like, you know, I'm doing this for someone else. There must be a way that I can be a coach and do this on my own and also be able to travel. So that was kind of my big, in the beginning, (laughs) that was my big why was being able to leave the cubicle and be able to work and live from anywhere. And I think that's pretty much what inspired me to just honestly work really hard in that beginning phase. Because when you're working a full-time job and starting, and you're trying to build a business, you know, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, <laughs> and it can very, very <laughs> overwhelming. Uh, I was basically coaching at work and coaching outside of it as well. So it was, it was a bit crazy, but I actually, um, speaking of crazy, did a really crazy thing in 2015, I sold everything that I owned, like literally everything that I owned, <laughs> except okay. for what fit into a suitcase. And pretty much since that point, I have been traveling all over the world and running my coaching business. And um, more recently though, I'm now a little bit more stable. I'm actually living in split Croatia, which is where i kind of felt like I find, I found a home here and also found love here because <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. actually about to Get married uh, to one of the locals. Yeah, I know
0: that's so So. exciting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm very, very excited. And but yeah, like now I'm actually pivoting a little bit in how I work and how I help people. I still have some coaching clients. I also do some energy work. But now I'm really craving to create something where I can reach a broader audience of people. Mm -hmm. So I've started to write workbooks, publish. And I have a blog as well. It's called Life is Burning. it's all about personal growth and mindset tools for women with big dreams. So that's kind of where I'm headed now. So similar work, but just a different way of doing it.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. And I love everything that you've shared. I love traveling as well. So I can really relate to what you just said. And I think it's so inspiring because so many people um, want to travel and want to kind of have this, um, I guess, dream life, if you can say, where they can travel or at least have the freedom to travel and work from anywhere. And that's so inspiring that you were able to do that for yourself. Do you have any tips for people who want to kind of have that too, in a way, in their own way? I think the main tip I have is
1: whatever it is that you're good at, whatever it is that comes really naturally to you, there's probably a way to monetize that or create a different lifestyle. I think sometimes people are so caught up in the traditional way of doing things Mm -hmm. that they don't think outside the box and say, how can I use these skills in a different way? How can I help people in um, a way? And sometimes you can even do your normal job for like for a company, but Mm -hmm. they're if you just ask, they're willing to let you work from home or they're willing to let you do your work differently. And I think that things are really changing work environments. um, These days are really shifting and changing. And I say, if you really want it, just get creative. Think of, even if it seems like such a wild, crazy idea that will never happen, you'd be amazed at what's possible because sometimes
0: you just have to ask (laughs) and it's the people who don't ask that don't get, right. Mm -hmm. absolutely that's true and I guess it takes a little bit more like confidence and it's a risk sometimes but it's always worth it absolutely especially if your happiness is involved and you're
1: you know if you're not happy then you know why not make a change to make your life better even if it's scary.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Especially if it's scary, I think, because a lot of the time I feel like we think that because we're afraid we shouldn't do that, but it's actually not the case except for things that are maybe really dangerous or exceptions. But a lot of the time when we're afraid of doing something, it's probably because we need to do that thing. I don't know if you agree. Exactly.
1: No, I totally agree. I find that when I'm scared, I often say, "Yep, that means I need to do that." <laughs>
0: yeah, I <laughs> Try know. To get towards it. Yeah, and and like, how how afraid were you, if at all, when you just like kind of quit your job and went traveling and launched your business at the same time? How was that? <laughs> it was so. It's such
1: an interesting. It's such an interesting thing that happened because originally. I was only going to go part-time. Okay.
0: That
1: was my, that was my logical plan. Right. I was like, okay, I'll go part-time and I'll work on my business on the side and I'll do the smart thing. And, you know, I'll go on a little trip to Thailand for two weeks. Like this was my original timeline. I I wasn't Mm going to go and do all this crazy stuff, but one (sighs) night, (laughs) one night, um, I just felt this strong pull and I don't really know how to describe this. I've shared this with a couple people because it was just one of those times in my life that I'll never forget. But I just remember this one evening I, st- I kept hearing this voice and it was like, you need to sell everything and, and leave the country. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> that is insane, you know? And, but what was interesting is that, I kept hearing that and I was like, okay, yes, we'll do that. But not right now. I need to get some money set aside. I need to, you know, give myself some time mm-hmm. to get my business where I need it to be. Logic, Yeah. Yeah. Right. The <laughs> logical mind. But my intuition was not having it. Right. I'm a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And so I do tend to have a really, my higher voice, uh, she doesn't mess around. <laughs> she, <laughs> if I don't listen. It will just get louder and louder. And so That was happening for about, I'd say like a couple weeks. And finally, this this one evening, I kind of just felt this really strong energy in my heart center. And I literally felt like I was being pulled and it was like, pay attention. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is what you're meant to do. This is what you have to do. And in that moment, I should have been terrified because I was like, okay, I'm going to go tomorrow. I'm going to give my notice. Like that was the first step. It Was going to my boss, who I'd already told her I was going to go part time, but telling her, "Never mind, I'm actually quitting." You know, yeah. I was so <laughs> afraid, right? Because once I did that, that meant it was real. That meant it was mm-hmm. actually going to happen. But I actually didn't feel scared. Believe it or not, it felt like it was such the right thing to do, and it felt like something. It was like it literally felt like the universe was speaking to me, saying this is the right thing. You need to do this. And so I think mm. that's what made it not feel as scary. Everyone else thought I was crazy Yeah. <laughs> though. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of friends that were really concerned and thinking, are you sure about this? How are you going to make money? Like all that kind of normal stuff. But once I made the decision, I mean, there were points when I was selling all my stuff that I got really emotional because I had right. collected all these like this art and, you know, those things that we put so much meaning in. And so that was quite an emotional process getting rid of everything I had. But I think it was, but there was never a part of me that thought I shouldn't be doing this. I always Mm -hmm. thought I need to be doing this. This is scary. And it's also the right thing.
0: Oh, I love that. And I mean, this is kind of what I'm all about and what this podcast is all about, like really like listening to your heart, tuning into your heart space and listening to your intuition. And that is such a beautiful example that obviously it's going to maybe be scary and it's going to be a process. And, and sometimes some things could like hurt or it'd be, it's emotional. It's, it's a process, right? But Mm -hmm. still it feels right. And I don't know, but I'm probably sure you never regretted that decision. Oh God, no! I'm so thankful that I was
1: brave enough to follow my intuition because now I think what what would have happened had I not left? Mm
0: There's so many
1: experiences, so many people, so many like just so many things that I would not have experienced had I stayed where I was. I was living in Nashville at the time, and it's a beautiful city. And I I didn't have a bad life. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a bad life. It just wasn't what I was meant to do. It was kind of like my comfort zone life. Yeah. and I think the universe is saying you're doing great and there's more.
0: Let me point mm-hmm. you in the right direction. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's so true. Like, I mean, you can create a great life for yourself, but if it's like still in your comfort zone and deep down, you know, there's more then your intuition, your little voice inside of you is not going to leave you alone. And the universe is going to kind of create situations and, like make you, force you out of that comfort zone so that you can grow and so that you can start doing what you're really meant to do that really sets your soul on fire kind of.
1: Absolutely. And one thing that I find really interesting about what I did is that a lot of people, of course, were thinking, you're crazy. What are you doing? This is a stable job, blah, blah. And what's crazy is that I would say maybe a year and a half later, that company actually got bought out by another company. And a lot of people, unfortunately, of course, I'm not happy that happened. But unfortunately, a lot of people lost their jobs. And to me, it was a sign, you know, like the only person that you can really count on is yourself. So why not go after your dreams? We Mm -hmm. have this illusion of stability in our Mm -hmm. lives that things are never going to change if we just stay where we are. But sometimes you stay where you are and, and things still change. So in my mind, if it's going, if you can't control what happens anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you might as well go and be doing the thing that, that you really want to take a risk for that really makes you happy.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Like, um, that's so true what you said, actually, because so many people, and I think I actually a majority of people think that security, stability comes from having a job. So like working for someone else. And I absolutely don't like criticize or judge or anything like that, but it's actually not always that stable and things are always changing. I think that that's The only thing that is sure is that things are always changing. So it's actually just an illusion of security and stability. And obviously, I think every human being needs some kind of stability and security, Um, even if that that can look really different from person to person. But it's not if, if you feel like you said, if you feel the pull to do something else and to actually just rely on yourself, a lot of people will tell you that that is really not like stable or secure and there's it's not completely untrue but it's actually like you said if things are so uncertain anyway then why not do the thing that you actually want to do and take the risk absolutely yeah Yeah, and I mean if I had
1: listened to everyone else and played into their fears there's Mm -hmm. no way I would have done Pretty much anything I've done in the past four years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's no way to live. Like, um, I actually recorded an episode not long ago about making decisions and why it's so important to really make decisions for you first and to listen to your intuition, obviously. But it's because, like, if you do what other people expect of you and they always want the best for you, I mean, your family, your friends, and all that, but it's not going to it's not going to serve you or them in the long run because sometimes there's that little resentment towards, okay, I'm doing this because that's what I was told to do. And I don't want to do this. Like um, deep down, I really don't want to. So why am I doing this? And that can create, I feel some resentment. I mean, that's was my experience anyway. Absolutely. I think,
1: and this is a topic I think is really important because a lot of people are held back from doing what they want to do because they're trying to make someone else happy or they're trying to pursue a version of success. That's not really what they want. It's what they think is expected Mm -hmm. of them or what they think they're supposed to want. And I think the more people actually connect back to that part of them that, is telling them, this is who you're meant to be. This is your passion. If they were to connect to that part of them and recognize that it's not selfish, Mm -hmm. it's not bad to pursue what makes you happy. I think the world would be a much different place. And what I recognize with my own family and my own friends that were kind of hesitant (laughs) and skeptical Mm -hmm. in the beginning is that at first they are just trying, like they are, that's their way of sharing their love. And trying yeah. to protect you. And so what I did was I was like, I'm not going to take this personally. They're mm-hmm. only able to share from their own experience. And this is something they don't know anything about. And they've mm-hmm. never seen anyone do this. So how mm-hmm. could they believe in it? Really? Well, right. How, how could they believe in it if they don't have any evidence to the contrary? So I yeah. didn't let myself take it personally. I would just say something like, I hear that you're concerned, I hear that you are trying to protect me. I know that this concerns you and I'm still going to do it because I believe in it. Mm. Right. And so you're still saying, I hear what you're saying. I hear that you're worried. I hear that you're just trying to protect me and I'm still going to go and do this Mm -hmm. because this is what's right for me. And that's a hard thing to say in the beginning when, Mm, you know, it takes a little bit of, it's like five seconds of courage. Right. But once you've done that, I think it really empowers you a lot. And a lot of people who were naysayers in the beginning have come back years later and said, I want to do what you do. Can you help me? Can you give me tips? Can you? And I'm just like, okay, I like this. (laughs) Some people will come around and some people won't. And you just have to recognize that some people are in your life forever. And some people are just in your life for a season and Mm -hmm. not let that get you down. Um, If you lose people along the way, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you did the wrong thing. It just means that you're going different places and there's other people that you're meant to meet.
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, and that is such a beautiful piece of advice for people who may be going through that, like how to actually recognize that the people who are giving you advice are doing it from a place of love and just really want to protect you. But at the same time, telling them that, you see them and you hear them and you respect that advice but you're still going to do it and i think it's actually it was uh, give like inspiring them at the same like you inspired them to some people go after what y- what they want or what you've done and that's beautiful thing because maybe they never thought it was possible like you said and seeing that it was thanks to you enabled them to go after their own dreams absolutely
1: and so it's kind of like you have to be that that first. sometimes you have to be that early adopter you have to be that person to carve the path when there's already a well-worn one you know right next to it Mm -hmm. and just know there's something else here that's never been found before and like I guess you're being the pioneer in that sense and you know pioneers you have to be pretty brave to go where no one's gone before I'm sorry to be cheesy but it's true right and so once that path has been gone down a couple of times, and other people are like, "Hmm, this path doesn't look so bad now. Maybe I can go down there too right yeah. So and I'm certainly not a pioneer. I had other people that inspired me. you know yeah, I just didn't we, have we need that I think <laughs> but I didn't know anyone in my everyday life, right, And you're mm-hmm. right, sometimes you know, I really feel like when what is what is that saying that you know when the student is ready, the teacher appears,
0: yeah. True, sometimes that's people so are some
1: people just aren't ready to hear, and sometimes you can have told someone the exact thing you probably experienced this before. Where you say someone you tell someone something, they don't hear it, they're like, No, I don't agree, and then years later they repeat it back to you and, like, Oh, I heard this thing, and now they're all of a sudden, you know, buying into it. But and you're like, Hey, I told you that a couple of years ago,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, that ready. happens a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now they're ready to hear it, so that's the exactly. Difference.
0: Yeah, so we can't and, uh, take
1: it personally if people no, aren't on board.
0: Absolutely. And it's really interesting because it's like, it's the same for everyone. I think sometimes you can hear the same thing over and over again and you never really get it or even hear it sometimes. But then when you are, it's like, oh, but I've been hearing this my whole life. Oh, I finally <laughs> get it because I'm finally ready. <laughs> yeah, it's just part of the journey, right? Exactly. And so how did you get that courage to go after what you wanted and it probably took a lot of self-love and just like really trusting yourself how did you manage because a lot of people around you were probably not sure of that so you didn't necessarily have that to rely on you really had just yourself how did that look for you honestly I this is what really got
1: me into mindset and self-love work And I didn't even realize, part of me didn't even realize that's what I was doing at the time at first. Mm -hmm. And then I started reading all the books and I was like, hey, I've been doing some of these things already. So that's amazing. (laughs) But um, I have suffered from depression and low self-worth most of my life. And so Mm -hmm. I was always that person that pretty much the moment I met someone else, I had put them on a pedestal and I felt like I had to prove myself to them. But I think is why I was so shy. I didn't, I was afraid of saying the wrong thing. I was afraid of coming across the wrong way. So I just wouldn't say anything at all. (laughs) I just would prefer to like stay in my room and be a super introvert and just read because that felt safer. And, you know, once, you know, even just moving to Nashville from Mississippi, that was kind of my first, I guess, I don't know if it was a baby step because it was kind of a big step, but I think that I wouldn't have had the courage to go from Mississippi to what I was doing. It's like I needed that middle space to get a little bit more courage. So what kind of i guess it was like my first spiritual awakening was when i was in mississippi i got super depre- i was so depressed that i didn't want to live anymore mm-hmm. and that's it, it was a really really rough time in my life that was back in 2013 and a lot of bad things basically happened at the same time and it just it's like i just couldn't handle it anymore mm-hmm. and i was just in so much pain and that's when i really started to hear the voice of my intuition Um, and, and she basically came to me and she said, you have to find another source of happiness Mm -hmm. because up until that point, my happiness came from achievement. Mm -hmm. I was always like a straight A student and always wanted to get the awards, get the, you know, the recognition. And that was kind of like a drug for me, really. It didn't matter how much I got, it was never enough. And I thought if I could just get this, then maybe I'll be enough, then maybe I'll be worthy I'll be a good enough person right and so when that voice came to me I was like wow I've really been doing the wrong thing to feel loved I have to Mm -hmm. just be okay with who I am without all that stuff and without trying to impress people Mm -hmm. by what I was able to accomplish and I remember going to the library and just getting every book I could find on like meditation and self love and just, just anything in that kind of, you know, area. And the thing is I grew up in Mississippi where spirituality is not even something that's talked about. Yeah, and I, can't imagine. I didn't, I remember thinking, I mean, I, I remember having all these questions in church growing up and I was like, you know, I was that kid that they didn't want to ask questions because I always <laughs> had the most crazy questions, but they really weren't crazy. They were natural questions. But I remember thinking I was bad for having those questions. And when I started reading these books, I remember one of the first books I read was um, by Deepak Chopra. And it was called Reinventing the Body, Resurrecting the Soul, I think. And I remember reading it thinking, oh my gosh, I think that way too. I'm not the only one, right? Like all that time I thought there was something wrong with me, that I was just crazy and weird because I didn't fit in with the people around me. And mm-hmm. that was like an eye opener for me. I was like, oh my gosh, my, there are people out there that think this way, that, that believe this way. And that really helped me just that on its own. And then I just yeah. kind of devoured, honestly, I just started devouring personal development like crazy. And it just, I started like doing affirmations and mirror work and, you know, doing all the workbooks and I made a vision board, you know, I did all those things. And I started realizing that I could, that I could change my life. Mm
0: -hmm. I just had
1: to try. And I started applying for jobs. Like I think I don't even know how many job applications I've filled out, but finally I got a job offer in Nashville. And yeah, like I said, I think I needed to go through all of that in order to get to where I am now. So it was, it was not a linear thing. It's like little, little bits over time. And I got to the point where I felt brave enough to really do what I wanted to do.
0: Mm, Beautiful. And I think it is so important to have to know that it's going to not necessarily be linear. And that sometimes there needs to be that kind of middle experience that will prepare you for what's next. Because taking the whole leap from like, A to Z can be a little bit too much and too scary. And you just need to be ready. So it's, like the, the world, the universe's way to prepare you. And also it's really important for you to, to know that I think.
1: Absolutely. And you know, one thing you mentioned that I want to, um, I don't not say correct, but I just want to add on to it is that you said, oh, you didn't really have anyone around you that I didn't have anyone in person, but I yeah. did have a ton of people online that I had okay. connected with and that yeah. on And I just want to bring attention to that because, if someone does, if you do feel alone and you can't find people who you relate to in person, that's okay. Right. Like, cause there's a whole mm-hmm. world out there and your people are out there. Like I joined this course to, um, it was one of the first courses that ever took to help me, um, learn how to, you know, make coaching a business. Mm-hmm. And that's where, I mean, basically I still talk to most of these people, even today, they became like my community, of women who got me. They really understood having this passion. I couldn't talk about these things with people I knew because they didn't get it. They thought it was weird or silly or like their eyes glazed over. (laughs) But with these women, I felt like, oh, I'm not weird. I'm not crazy. You know, like they actually have this feeling inside them too. And so, you know, if you don't have that, you can Mm -hmm. create that. You absolutely can create it.
0: Absolutely, and there's so many amazing groups out there, whether it's like you can find someone on on Meetup or even Facebook groups that just support you and I think that's one of the beauty, like it's the beauty in technology these days is that you can find that support in that community if you don't have it in person, and I can totally relate to that because that's something that uh, for me like in my I, I needed that I needed to like find the support maybe more online. And I think it's especially important for introverts because it can be tough to find a community or to go and like put yourself totally out there and meet a ton of people in person sometimes. So it can be a first step. I don't know if you agree. (laughs) No, I do. Absolutely. And yeah, there's,
1: I've actually, I saw a quote the other day, I think it was on Instagram and it was so true. It was like, you know, strangers on the internet will support you more than people you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of sad sometimes, but it's just because, and I I don't think it's because the people in your life don't support you. It's just that we all have such different interests and things that drive us. Mm -hmm. And they might think they're supporting you but yeah. it's not the kind of support that you need and so the people strange uh, quote unquote strangers on the internet right they you find the people who get it you find the people who want the same things and of course they support the hell out of you cuz they are on the same journey too
0: yeah absolutely no i agree and and that's so true like the people in your life I mean, at some point they might even turn around and be very supportive, but it's sometimes hard in the beginning when you're kind of like coming out of your spiritual closet or whatever it is, like you're starting to develop interest in doing something a little bit different and that can be a tough moment. So it's really good if you can find support in different ways, different people, even if it's online. Yes, absolutely.
1: I'm a big fan of having even just like um, a mastermind partner or a a business bestie or, you know, a dream, whatever you want to call it, doesn't really matter, but have someone that you can connect with, you know, at least once a month to keep you accountable and to help you, you know, deal with some of those things that come up because it does get emotional. Mm -hmm. I'll say like having your own business and not, or just following a dream, that means a lot to you. It's some of the best personal development that's out there because Mm. you really have to go through a lot to keep going with that and not let anything stop you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know like self-love and self-worth is things that you really focus on. Um, How important is that when following your dreams and taking that inspired action towards a dream?
1: I love this question. (laughs) Thank you for asking it. So for me, I've found that there is a direct link between people who believe in themselves and who choose to love and accept themselves and those who become um, successful. And when I say successful, I mean in their terms, what they, yeah. what they deem as successful, not what everyone else does, because that's yeah. not really important. But I found that when you believe in yourself, and it's not like one day you wake up and like, all right, I 100% believe in myself. I'm never going to doubt myself again, right? Like those self-doubts are always going to kind of be there You're always going to have that little inner mean girl, you know, spouting nonsense Mm -hmm. things to you. But if you choose to work on that, like every day I write down what's my why. And my why is to love myself more and to help others do the same so that we can go out there and live our best lives. Mm, And that will be different for every person. And so I'm, I'm still, I never pretend, even though I write about self-love and I have a blog and I coach, I always say, I don't have all my shit together by Mm -hmm. any means. (laughs) I'm always trying to work on myself and work on loving myself more. It's not an overnight thing, but the more that you accept yourself, it's like you no longer do things because you're trying to prove that you're enough. Mm -hmm. You're Mm -hmm. doing it because you want to, because it means something to you. And I know in my own journey, that was a, releva- um, a revelation for me because my whole life, I thought, if I can just be this, if I can just do that, then I'll be enough. It was never about me. It was never about what made me happy. It was me trying to make everyone else happy. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I feel like I really hit my stride was realizing that if it's not making me happy, I'm not going to do it.
0: <laughs> <Wow, laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. So and,
1: mm-hmm. it inspires you. It motivates you to keep going because you, you actually believe in it. You want it so badly that you'll do it. You'll do whatever it takes because it means something. But if you're just doing something for other people, you're just going to feel guilt. You're going to feel burnt out and it's just not going to feel aligned.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so I think it's also so important to really, like you were saying, check in with why you're doing that and what you like, what success means to you. So, what does success mean to you? What is your definition of success? For me, success,
1: it, and it's going to vary from every person, but success is truly living life in integrity with your soul's desires. Mm. If you like, we all have different values and we all have different desires. And if you can live
0: in integrity with that, mm-hmm. then I believe that success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. And that's a really great reminder for everyone, I think, to look at what the success mean to them and also stop like doing things just to get approval or things that are not really in alignment with their truth or in integrity with who they are.
1: Yes. And I have this thing, I call it like my little litmus test, <laughs> but I'll ask any, anytime I have like a new opportunity, and this is great for struggling to make a decision, for example, mm-hmm. asking yourself, is this bringing me closer to my, my desires and my, you know, my big dreams, or is it going to take me further away? And yeah. who it, it seems like such a common sense thing to ask, <laughs> but you'd be amazed at how many times we we don't really check in and we just say, oh, that sounds like a good thing I should be doing or she's doing that so I can do that too or, oh, this person just asked me so I should say yes. But mm-hmm. if we actually take a moment to say, is this truly what I want? Is this tru- Is this bringing me down the path I want to go or is it a distraction?
0: Mm-hmm. Then it, it's
1: like you can't ignore that. Once you know something, you can't unknow it, you know? Mm, absolutely yeah
0: i totally agree like once you really like just start listening for example to the voice of your intuition and all that it's hard to ignore it you can try you can try but it's not gonna go really long or far i don't think um and believe me i've definitely tried to ignore a lot of times (laughs) it does not go away
1: (laughs) it doesn't go so well usually (laughs) no it doesn't and you know that sometimes it has been, sometimes it's really easy to listen and sometimes it it requires you to do the hardest things you ever thought you had to do. And some of the hardest things I've had to do have involved other people, like letting go of relationships. And, you know, I think those are the times where it's the hardest Mm -hmm. or when you have to let go of something that you really, it's like it's like I said, it doesn't have to be like you have a bad life or you have a, everything's just horrible. Sometimes when the hardest time to make a change is when things are okay. Yeah. They're They're okay. And that's scary, right? Because you're like, this is feels, this isn't that bad. I can deal with this, Mm -hmm. but there's something more. And so you have to be willing to take that risk of letting go of something that's not that bad to maybe get something better because right now it feels like a sure thing. When things are really awful, it's a lot easier to make changes, I think, because you're like seeing things better than right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think you're so right with that one. Um, When you're like kind of, choosing to be like in your comfort zone and it's it's hard because you can't always be pushing like out of your comfort zone so it's like when exactly do you need to make a change but a lot of the time it's when you're kind of settling that you're like okay well there's actually more and it's harder to make a change in that case I don't know if I'm making sense right now but (laughs) no
1: and I love what you said it's hard to know when because like you said, we can't always be pushing the envelope all the time. Yeah. But I think that normally there are signs, you yes. know, there, there are signs and it's not like an overnight thing for me when it's a big change. It's, it starts out like as little whispers, yeah. <laughs> little signs. And I'm like, and I kind of swat them away. Like if I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then time goes on and then it gets a little bit louder or those signs become a bit more obvious and, It kind of just, you know, everybody has a different tolerance for that. You know, Mm -hmm. for me, unfortunately, when I'm not living in alignment, I literally my health deteriorates. My anxiety increases. I can't sleep at night, and it it honestly just drains me until it it gets to the point where I'm so miserable that I have to change, or else what I'm dealing the you know the misery of not acting of Mm -hmm. just being in that space is way worse than just taking the risk and changing and Mm. like I said the times that it's been the hardest it really has involved other people that's when it's the hardest is leaving people or letting go of something that you become comfortable with right and when you love someone when you care about people even if it's not healthy for you it's it's hard
0: yeah or when you feel you're disappointing someone that really like that you love obviously I felt that with my family when I like didn't really follow the path that they wanted me to. I felt like I was disappointing them and that felt really difficult. So yeah, it's, you're right. I think it's usually when it involves other people and because, um, we care about people. I mean, some people don't, but a lot, like if you care about people and you want to help people and be there and support them and you really have a deep love for people in general or especially people in, in your life, then it's always hard to feel like you're disappointing them or letting them down or yeah. It's kind of like what you brought up. I think in the beginning you talked about
1: resentment and how yeah. if sometimes we think that holding on is what's best for the relationship because mm-hmm. we don't want to hurt them by making changes but it actually ends up making the relationship worse because you end up yeah. presenting them because you're not doing what you really want. They feel that resentment and that doesn't feel good. No. And then it just creates this weird distance. And, you know, in a lot of ways it is hard being away from my family, for example, but yeah. my mom has actually told me as hard as it is for her, you know, and there are some times where I feel guilty or I just miss her, you know, mm-hmm. but she knows, she said, you know, like, I know that you're happiest, when you're outside of the States. And mm. she said, it used to be really hard for me to accept that, but now I'm happy for you. I just want you to be happy, even though I wish that you could be close. Yeah. And so it took her a long time to kind of get to that point. Cause I mean, she's my mom, of course it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, for me to be halfway across the world, but I think if it's a relationship that is meant to, like I said, meant to be there forever and not just a season, Mm -hmm. then people will come back around and they will, it will be hard at first, but then they'll realize why you had to do it and they'll probably respect you a lot for it. And you may even inspire them. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a beautiful message. I think. And reminder. Thank you for that. Um, And I wanted to also ask you about the role of intuition since we've been talking about that quite a bit in your business. So how do you really like shape your business and make decisions in your business based on intuition? And I know that when you're doing the work that you're doing, it's probably very close to your personal life. So it might not be too different, but yeah, I just wanted to ask you that because I'm interested. Yeah. So that's a really good question.
1: It's I mainly make decisions based on how I feel. And, and sometimes it's gotten me into a little bit of trouble, <laughs> but, um, cause sometimes I have a hard time deciding like, am I self-sabotaging or is this my intuition? I think that's a common struggle Yeah. Too, yeah. where you're like, am I actually supposed to be doing this or am I running away? Cause I'm scared. Um, so I have to co- be conscious all the time of Am I, should I be moving forward with this or not? And I think in business where it gets really tough is that sometimes consistency is not very sexy, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning, when you have a big idea, it's so exciting, right? Cause it's brand new and you're like, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and it's going to change the world. And you have all this motivation and excitement, but any business, no matter, even if you're doing something that you absolutely love, you're going to go through periods where that love changes a little bit or maybe yeah. it's not as fun as it used to be and that doesn't mean that your intuition is telling you you're out of alignment it might mean that the way you're doing business is out of alignment if you really feel like things are heavy and they don't feel good at all but if it's just classic like you know lack of motivation or just kind of feeling like you're a little bit bored then I don't think that that's a reason to quit what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like a really fine dance, and you have to really learn, mm-hmm. learn yourself. But what I found is that if I do start to get bored, or like, and I can, st- I'm like, look, I love what I'm doing. I might be getting a little bit bored right now. That just means that I need to do something exciting. That means I need to go out of my comfort zone a little bit. I need to go you know, do something different. I need to make, create something new, mm-hmm. you know? And so I love, I think that a lot of business owners struggle with that. They think, Ooh, shiny object, you know, like yeah. I, this is, this is boring. So let me go over here and do this thing. But that actually might be self-sabotage. That yep. is. Yep. So just like I said, it's a hard thing to, to do because you really have to um, be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're the only person who can know the difference. And so, again, my question, that question, that litmus test is, is doing this thing bringing me closer to my ideal vision where I really want to be, the person I want to become, the legacy I want to leave behind? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is yes, then you're probably already on the right path, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And if it's a distraction, then that's (laughs) self-sabotage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that answer. Thank you for sharing. And, um, I also wanted to ask you a little bit about the books that you have out there and what, like what they are. Can you talk a little bit about, about those? Because we haven't really talked about it much except for the beginning.
1: Yeah, totally. So, um, I have three workbooks out and everything that I create is to help women feel worthy. It's to help, Mm -hmm. um, it's to help you get out of your own way and get past like the self sabotage the self doubt, those things that just naturally creep up being out of alignment and also taking inspired action. So my first book is called you woke up worthy. And it's yeah, I love that too. Cause it, to me, it just reminds you that there's nothing you have to do to prove. All you did was open your eyes and you're enough. Boom. Like a, Mm -hmm. like fairy dust, right? Like, okay, I'm already enough. I didn't even do anything and that's fine. I'm still enough. Um, and then, so that's like a 21-day self-love journey, and it was actually a course that I ran back in December 2017 with a group of about 40 mm. women, and I decided, you know what, this needs to be a book. So I developed it into a book, and there's an ebook version as well, but the workbook I particularly love because you know you can actually write in it, and there's there's a lot of extra. It's a very um, hands-on um, thing, and it's it's a really powerful really powerful tool. And the thing is, it's, it's not just about loving yourself and, and the traditional way of, okay, I love myself completely, but Mm -hmm. also it is about some of the things we've talked about today, Mm -hmm. figuring out what is it, if you were loving yourself, what would you be doing differently? What changes do you want to make? Um, what are some goals that you've been ignoring? What are some things that, you know, if you were, if you weren't afraid Of, you know, anything, anyone like judging you, what would you be doing? So it's, it's kind of, it goes a bit deeper than just like surface self-care. It's, it's helping people change their direction. If Mm -hmm. what the direction they're going is, is really not um, the loving thing to do for themselves. Mm, that my second book is Get Out of Your Own Way. (laughs) And it's a, um, it's a selection. It's about 100. I think it's 100 journaling prompts. And they're divided into different categories. So it's meant to be like, let's say you're dealing with fear, or you're dealing Mm -hmm. with self-sabotage, or you're needing to get back into alignment, or um, you want to, you know, set better goals. There's different sections that you can just pull, come to, and Mm -hmm. you can, there's different questions that you can ask yourself and you can write straight in the journal and that'll help you get some clarity. So it's kind of something you come back to as you need it.
0: Oh, love that too.
1: Yeah. Um, And then the last one is the one I mentioned before. It's called the Inspired Action Map. And it's so I have the daily map that I mentioned as the morning routine, but before you um, do the daily things, there's actually a monthly Inspired Action Map. And I really love it because. It, it really, it asks you the questions that you need to ask yourself mm-hmm. before you set goals to make sure that they're the right thing and that you're not just willy nilly, you know, like picking things. So some of the questions I ask are like, um, what do I feel called to do this month?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How does this align with my long-term vision? How does this align with what's going on for me personally? So like, do I have space for these goals? And mm-hmm. what am I consistently each week? What do I need to do consistently each day? Um, How motivated am Am I on a scale of one to 10? And my suggestion is if it's below seven, you probably need to change your goals (laughs) because they're (laughs) probably not the right thing if you're not that committed. And then there's a section for people to actually write down their goal and some inspired action steps. So they actually are starting to make a plan for what they can do. And then this is my favorite part. What support do you need from the universe Mm. and get specific? Like if you were to get You know, obviously you can do your part, but there is—you're not on your own. Like you have support from the universe, and you all you have to do is ask for that.
0: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So that's uh, and there's new moon and full full moon um, (laughs) intention setting in there too. If you're a bit woo woo. Um, So it's kind of like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Right. It's so fun. Um, and so I love it because it's laid out in such a way that it just keeps you honest with yourself. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's something if you, a lot of times when we're following our dreams, we can get lost along the way and we forget, we forget why we even started in the first place. Cause we just get caught up, right. in all those little details. And so I feel like this is something I, it, I created it for me first, to be completely honest. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, other people can, re- you know, use this, but I use it because it really does help me to stay in alignment. In the beginning of my business, there were times where I, there were times where I was trying to do what everyone else was doing. Cause I thought that was the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I ended up hating my work. I ended up hating yeah. my business. And it wasn't until I realized, oh my gosh, I'm not actually doing what I want to do. Um, and because I didn't have something like this, I was just kind of just showing up every day without any kind of, you know, awareness. It, it, it took me a long time to figure it out. Whereas now it's pretty, I can pretty much recognize right away if I'm doing something that's not right because it's mm-hmm. all written in front of me. I can't really avoid it.
0: Mm, yeah. It's like when you know you, you can't unknow, right? <laughs>
1: exactly. I'm all about, you know,
0: a, basically I feel like awareness
1: like shines a light.
0: Yeah. And once yeah, you it
1: does have a flashlight, you know,
0: it's not dark anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you can see. <laughs> you so. can't unsee what you've seen. So yeah, I love that image. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing all you bo- your all your books seem really amazing and I love that you're really like helping people to also ask themselves like why and kind of the intention behind what they want to do. So that's really amazing. And I mean I've had so fun having this conversation with you today. Thank you for everything that you've shared. And I think we're, it's almost time to wrap up, but before we do, I would love to ask you a few quick questions. Is that okay? Okay. Sure. Okay. Unless you have something else that you wanted to say before. No. No. No? Okay. Perfect. (laughs) So the first one that I love to ask is, what is your uh, sun sign? I know some people say star sign. So like your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign, if you know them.
1: Ooh, okay. I'm trying to like, do I know it? Um, I think I do. So yes, I do know. Okay. So my sun sign is I'm a Gemini, Mhm. and um, my moon sign is Capricorn, Okay. and my rising sign is Cancer. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. That's really cool um what is your favorite quote or mantra Ooh, favorite quote um I
1: should know this but (laughs) oh there is a quote that really um that really struck me it's by Friedrich um, Nietzsche and Mm -hmm. it's a man who um
0: who has a strong enough why can bear Mm. almost any how Mm, I've heard that I love it it's beautiful and it goes really well with our conversation today yeah
1: I love I I might be butchering the quote a little bit but that's
0: basically what it is (laughs) yeah that's the most important that's the essence of it um do you have a favorite beverage or something that you're loving to drink right now since it's kind of summer so changes
1: winter I'm all about some herbal tea Mm -hmm. I love mint tea it's like my thing um, and during the summertime, I pretty much only just drink water. <laughs> I'm going to be a little okay. bit boring on that one.
0: <laughs> no, actually, it's it's a good beverage to have. A lot of people, it's like um, not water. I've had one person, I think, say water before, so it's not that common. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and do you have a dream destination? I know you've said that you kind of uh, are happy that you are you found a place that you can settle now, but do you have a dream destination Something somewhere you haven't been to yet yes actually and
1: um there is a place that I was saving for when I got married because I wanted to share it with mm-hmm. someone because I've done so much solo travel right and right. so the plate and I have had this a lot you know those um maybe you've seen the, the igloos where mm-hmm. you can go and see the northern lights mm-hmm. in either Norway or Sweden oh my oh, gosh wow the ice oh. hotels. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. I've
0: yes. seen some pictures.
1: <laughs> that is a big dream of mine. I want it to happen. It will
0: happen. <laughs> so you think you might be doing your
1: honeymoon there? No, we're not going to have like a honeymoon right away, okay. but I do think that is in our future.
0: Um, okay. And I, mean- I
1: also want to go at the right time of year to see the, the lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's all the probably. Party. Yeah. So yeah, but I definitely want to go do that. It looks
0: amazing. Mm, That sounds really cool. Actually, I'd love to do that too. A favorite book, except like apart from yours, another one of the books you've loved and that you would love to recommend. (laughs) Does it need to be a self-help book or? No, no, no. Any book. Okay. Well, okay. I'll give you two. I'm going to
1: cheat a little bit. I love Pride and Prejudice actually. It's like one of my favorite books and I've read it so many times Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, pretty much Mm -hmm. anything by Jane Austen. And one of my my self-help – it's not really a self-help book, but I love The Alchemist by um, Coelho. I just – anytime I need to be inspired, I'll read that book, and it's just amazing.
0: I love that one too. It's a beautiful story and a beautiful reminder, I think. Yes. And um, what would you be doing – I know this one's a little bit tricky. What would you be doing if you weren't doing what you're doing now? Oh, gosh. Um, Hmm gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> I can well, that's, that's also a good answer because it means that you love what you're doing. So you don't actually have to have an answer.
1: <laughs> I would say maybe an artist if I mm-hmm. had those kind of talents because I've always thought it would be so cool to be an artist.
0: Well, I'm sure you, you do, but uh, who knows? Maybe one day in the future. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> And the last thing, I mean, obviously everything that we mentioned, your books and everything, I'll put everything into show notes, but how else can we support you? Where I'm hanging out most these days is on my blog, Life is for So
1: I post twice a week. And Mm -hmm. so if you're looking for inspiration on your self-love journey, or you just want to start getting more done, you want to be more productive, you want to start doing the right things, taking inspired action, then- Um, That's pretty much where – and I actually have a resource library. I add some Mm. free stuff to it every single week. So it's growing. And, yeah, so it's a a really great place to check out if you just need some support.
0: Okay, great. And you also have um, social media channels where we can find you? Yes. So I mostly just hang out um,
1: on Instagram and Facebook. So both are the same handle, Life, as Brittany
0: okay, perfect. And I'll put everything in the show notes so that people can find you there and connect with you. And I'll also put your, your book so that people can buy them and all that. So it was really great speaking to you today. I loved our conversation and every, everything we mentioned. So thank you so much for taking the time. And, and I hope that, you know, it inspired all of the listeners.
1: Awesome. I hope so, too. And thank you so much again for having me, Sarah.